Welcome to the Going There podcast. I am Kim, and this is my amazing husband. And strong and good looking. Yes, yes, all those. (laughs) Well, I'm Chris, and we are husband and wife, parents of three amazing kids, co-pastors of Journey Church in Newport News, Virginia, and ketogenic coaches. We want to bring you guys along for the fun as we dive into topics not touched from the pulpit. On the Going There podcast, we will be sharing in full transparency about marriage, sex, and faith. And did I mention sex? We are going there. Nothing is off limits. With 20 years of ministry experience and 18 years of marriage and three kids, we've seen the good, the bad, the ugly, and the really good. The Going There podcast can be found on all your favorite podcast platforms, as well as Facebook and Instagram. You can also find us at goingtherepodcast.com. So go ahead, subscribe to the podcast, and get a new episode every Wednesday. Go ahead and like us and share on Facebook and Instagram, because we are going there. So we can go ahead and jump in, and uh, and we're going to do this thing. So we are doing our 25th episode. This is season one. We're wrapping up yep. season one of the Going There podcast um, with a live episode uh, 25. And we're going to be talking about 25 tips that will improve your marriage, help yes. improve your marriage, your sex life, and your faith walk. Right. And so let me just tell you how this, this came about. So from the very <laughs> beginning... Kim has how been this topic came about? No, no, no. From from how, oh. how this live came about, right? This live. From the very beginning, Kim was like, We should do this live. We should do our podcast and we should do a live version of the podcast. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nah, we're not gonna do that. We're gonna do this recording, blah, blah, blah. 24 episodes in, y'all. We've been recording these podcasts, yeah. no problem. Last night we recorded the the episode, right? The yep. whole episode. An hour almost an hour's worth of material. We recorded it. It yep. went it went phenomenal. We went to go listen to the playback, and like three minutes into it, it crackled like crazy. The microphone wasn't working right. Yes. Thought it was the app. Switched apps. Did it again. Right? I'll have another whole episode recorded. Right. The same episode recorded again, and look, got four minutes into it, and it started crackling. And uh, we weren't about to sit down for another hour, for yeah. the third hour, and do it. So you know what we did? We, did, we decided to do this. So we're yeah. doing a live version of this. We'll take the yeah. audio from here, and we'll throw it onto our podcast platforms. Yeah. But until we get, you know, some new equipment moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll have that for season two. Yes. But I'm digging this idea. I'm digging the live versions of the podcast. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And then we'll take the audio and upload it up. I think that's where we need to be going next next season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. You're only a season (laughs) behind, but it's okay. Anyway, so whatever. Let's what we normally do. If you've never tuned into the podcast on a different platform. Is we normally update you of where we're at, and Come then on. we, we um, do a little bit um, talk, or we share where we saw Jesus yeah, show yeah. up this week. So first, we're going to start with our update on everyone that knows we've been talking about seventy-five hard. Seventy-five. That's what we've hard. committed to yes. for seventy-five days. Well, yes. You initially committed us, and then you, you I did. shared with everybody, and so we've been committed. We have. We've been rocking it. It's been yeah. It's been the easiest thing I've ever done in my life. Lies. It is lies, a complete lie. Lies. It is. It's yeah. it's definitely been hard. Yeah. Um, mood swings like crazy. You yeah. know, the eating portion has not been too hard. It's the working out at eleven o'clock at night, y'all. I'm in bed by nine o'clock most nights. So right. at eleven o'clock when we're doing our bike ride and we ain't trying to, I ain't trying to talk to nobody. No. I'm trying to get my bike ride done and go home and and go to sleep. That's yep. that's where it's been for me. But we're doing yeah. it. We're we're day thirty seven. So we're, we're officially. Halfway through yeah. um, that, we're officially halfway through our 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 journey. Yes, and so now it's just downhill. We're wrapping it up. Uh, we'll... I don't know if you would say that. I think that's a little extreme, right? Okay, now. I don't thir- think we're wrapping it up. I so think we're halfway there, days. guys. Right, right. I mean, right. we're not wrapping right. it up. Let's be real. 
So yeah, uh, it's yeah. been tough. That's kind of where we're at there. How have you been doing? I've been all right. Last week was kind of tough for me. And then the other day I went to the gym and these whole two a day workouts, like right. almost made my whole quad seize up and I thought I was going to cry in the <laughs> middle of the gym and I was going to fall to the floor. And so I got extra vitamins. 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 Got me <laughs> some vitamins. Good. So that is being, that's going to be helpful. So, so we, so we talked yeah. about that. Then we, we asked each other, where have you seen Jesus show up yeah, in you your life? Yeah, you want to share? I'll share first because Aww. yours is throwing some shade. No, um, it yeah, no, it it's, it's completely throwing shade. Completely so look, I, this is where I saw Jesus show up. Your marriage. <laughs> uh, this is where I saw Jesus show up. We got our kids a um, pool pass, a community pool pass this year instead of doing like the whole water country push gardens thing. And that's been the best investment hands down. Uh, going in the evenings and just hanging out at the pool with the kids has been great. Yeah. Um, and I saw where I saw Jesus at this week was in mm -hmm. my nap time. I took a phenomenal nap at the pool yesterday, y'all, and it was beautiful. And yeah. Jesus was there in my dreams at nap time at the pool. It was awesome. So that's where I saw Jesus at this week. And those week. are all good, except for when you wake yourself up snoring. I told you. She already <laughs> going to start going shade, man. You're already starting it's to hilarious. throw shade. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. It is true. I woke you myself were up like, snoring. I had my headphones in, like, like my sound-canceling headphones. I did. And I woke myself up snoring. I did. I was like, was there anyone beside you? Right, 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 right. <laughs> okay, so I saw Jesus, Jesus show at? up. So we've been doing the bike ride, y'all. And we were biking. I think it was yesterday, right? Yes, mm -hmm. it was yesterday. And we were going through one of the neighborhoods we go through. And there were, like, work trucks there. There were bulk, bulk trash pickup trucks. And we were going. And I was, like, directly behind Chris, paying attention to what he was doing. And all of a sudden, I see him swerve over and then just keep going. And I... <laughs> And in that moment, right. I slammed right into a trash can. You did. And I only have back brakes that work right now. And so my front brakes are my right hand, which is my predominant hand. And I reached for my right brake first so right. I didn't slow down as quick as I needed to. And so I grabbed the left one. And instead of me flipping over the trash can, I knocked it completely over and then had to, like, hang off my bike to That's bring dramatic. the dirty That's trash exaggerated. Can you you would that think nice. that... It's that... Really nice. That was exaggerated. It she wasn't. bumped the trash can, y'all. I knocked it over. <laughs> Almost went flying over it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so where did that, you see I Jesus in that? That I didn't fly over the trash can. <laughs> I right. didn't go flying over it. He thinks it's funny. Good. It was funny. Only my back brakes work. So I yeah. slammed on my back brakes, y'all, and it was like, Boom. Yeah. I didn't fall over it, so Jesus All right. was with me. All right. Enough of that, y'all. So look, it's super hot in this third floor, third floor right here. Yes. So let's get on with this. Yep. We are talking about 25. We're giving you guys 25 tips uh, that are going to help improve your marriage, your sex life, and your faith walk. And so you want to take notes, you can take notes. You can listen to this a couple more times if yep. you want to. And this is going to be some really good stuff. Some of these things we've already covered in some podcasts, so you can go back through the archives. Uh, and yeah. there, are, there are episodes there. And some of these, I dare say, will be things we cover in next season. Next season will kick off in September. Yes. So this is the last episode of the season. We're going to take a summer break. We're buying a house. We're moving. We're going yeah. on vacation. There's a lot of good things happening. Yeah, a lot. Um, and so we'll kick back up in September with season two. Yay. But 25 things. Are you ready? Yes, 25th we're, episode. We're going to We're going to blow through them. Here so we the go. Top, the first one is the top 10 for marriage. Top 10. You start. Tips. All right. Um, you can't change your spouse. What? Yeah, you can't change your spouse, guys. There is nothing you can do right. literally to force your spouse to change, right? right? People are responsible for themselves, right? right. And people don't do or, or people only do what they want to do, right? right? So you can't change your spouse. It's not possible. No. 
and it's a lot of work to try. So yes. you should just stop, stop trying. Very true. Which following up with that is number two, which number is two. work on yourself. You can't change them, so work on yourself. What do? Yeah. What can? You, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What can you change? You can change you. You, yeah. Right. Focus on yourself. That means if you need to um, develop, you know, develop a relationship with a counselor to be able to understand more about yourself. If you need to start reading books. <laughs> what she means by is if you need to start seeing a counselor, I guess you got not develop a relationship with a counselor. Oh, hey, but, that takes time. You don't yeah. just find someone right away. It takes time. You might true. end up switching a couple of times so you find the right one. This is very true. So work on yes. yourself. Yes. Now, here's the cool thing. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, I was going to give a tip of where to, where I went for oh, yeah, some of that. That's I good. would say for that is I started, well, I didn't really start, but a, a huge um, tool that I used was the Enneagram. Right. I got into the Enneagram of understanding a little bit more about myself. Right. And then I um, got the book, The Road Back to You. There's a podcast, Road Back to You. There are, there's a podcast that's going on this summer. I'm not sure if they're finished with it yet, but it's on Annie F. Downs. She's doing the Annie Summer podcast yeah. where she brings two guests on it's and they share good. about the number that they identify the most with. And it's really cool because it helps you understand a little bit about yourself that you are not, you know, weird that there's just other people out there like you too. And <laughs> you might be weird, but you it's might normal. Be weird. We're all weird. But it's normal. Right. 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 So. Yeah, yeah, and then good. another one was the counseling. Like, there's if you can't find a counselor locally and you only are able to do it online, um, BetterHelp.com. Yes, BetterHelp.com is phenomenal, yes. man. That is phenomenal. There, yes. are, there are counseling, I mean, especially if you, you know, with the pandemic coming out of a global pandemic, yes. um, all the counseling uh, agencies around here are in like five and six month long waiting lists, but you can go to BetterHelp.com and you can uh, sign up for a counselor there. And it's yep. phenomenal, man. We have people that we've connected with that we have using it. And it's very, very good yeah. for that. So number one is you can't change your spouse. Number two is, but you can change you. And here's the cool <laughs> right. thing about changing you, right? Is because when you begin to change you, you begin to shift the environment of your relationship. And that means you, you shift the atmosphere, right? And so what happens is by changing you, you inadvertently create opportunity for yeah. your, your spouse to change, right? So if, if and, and this is going to happen and it's going to show up in, in two ways. One they're going to, they may seek equilibrium and they may seek to bring you back. So you might be changing your eating habits or whatever it is. You're going to lose weight. You're going to change your eating habits, start exercising. Well, they might try to sabotage that and bring you back, uh, back to them. Like they don't like seeing that and they don't, cause they don't want to do it. They right. you know, might offer you ho-hos or whatever it is that you don't, you know, you shouldn't be eating or whatever. Right. Um, you know, so to bring it back equilibrium or the other side might happen. The other thing might happen, which is uh, they see enough change in you that it begins to motivate them to seek change as well. You can't force them into that necessarily, but you can cultivate an environment where that becomes an easier decision on their, their end. So number yep. one, can't change them. Yep. Number two, you can work on yourself and yes. change you. What's the third one? Don't compare your relationship to others. And this is a huge thing because we live in a social media time where everything is right in front of us at our you know, we can just pick up our phone, our tablet, our computer, whatever, right, and see yeah. what everybody else is doing. Yeah. And we get in the rut of comparing our marriage to someone else's marriage, where we're at to where someone else is at. And right. really, you're only seeing 5% of where they're at. You're seeing the best of what they've got. You're not seeing all the mess they may have walked through to get there. Right. Or that they're just showing that good moment because it was finally a good moment. Right. But instead, we end up comparing it. 
So don't compare your relationship. Don't compare, man. Comparison. No. One of these presidents that we've had in our in our yeah. country said this: comparison is the thief of uh, of joy. Yeah. And it really is. Mm -hmm. It you know if you if you want to find something mm -hmm. wrong, if you're searching to find something wrong, you you will you'll find something wrong. Always. And when you start comparing your relationship yep. to somebody else's relationship, you're inadvertently going to start finding things wrong with your relationship. Yeah. And the more you find wrong, the more that relationship begins to lose its value right. in your eyes. Right. So don't compare your relationship to others, right. right? Right, because no one has a perfect relationship. Yeah. Like there's always something that's going to bother you about your spouse. And the moment you see well, something that looks so much better... It, that little thing that really doesn't, it's not that big of a deal, will become this massive deal. Like yeah, and, yeah, and absolutely. If you, if you like, well, we have a perfect relationship. We never fight. When then someone's lying. Right. Truth, truth exactly. be told. Someone's lying. If you're yeah. not arguing, if you're not butting heads, if you're not coming to a place um, where you have stalemates, where like you're like, this is where I stand, this right. is where you stand, we're not budging, it's called gridlock. If you're not hitting gridlock at times in your relationship, then you're not being true to yourself. Yeah. And you're not telling the truth, right? And mm -hmm. so good relationships um, are, are relationships that experience tension. They experience stress. They yeah. experience moments of anxiety. That's where we and grow. That's exactly right. Growth comes. Yeah. Or, 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 or there's no comfort in growth and right. no growth in comfort. Right. So, All yeah, right. So number, number, number four. four. Go ahead. Number four, date night. Make time for date night. Y'all, yeah. that's so important, man. And sometimes we think that date night has to be someplace super expensive, mm -hmm. right? Or it has to be, you know, a dinner and a movie or whatever the case is. It right. doesn't. It doesn't have to be that. Right. Date night can be cheap. It can be a walk in the park. Literally, go walk in the park. Mm -hmm. It could be walking somewhere uh, uh, nice. Going to, you know, some someplace nice. In our city, right. in Newport News, in Virginia, there's a place called City Center. It's a beautiful place with fountains and all mm -hmm. stuff. Go walk around there. Make it a date right. there, you know. Right. Don't rob yourself of, of date night. Right. And it helps you know that you're not taking each other for granted. Like, take time. Make time. And that's another thing is like realizing like we make time for what we want. Oh, yeah. And if we make time we, for what we value. What we value. Yeah. And so we must put value on our relationship. Come we on. must put value on our spouse because when you don't, yes, there are going to be times in your life where things are tight and where things are hard to fit in. But literally right. a 15 minute walk up and down after dinner or down your yeah. street is is intentional mm -hmm. and you make time. So make time. Yep. Make time. So the next one is number five, number five, which is make time for friend time. We've talked about this. A lot of this stuff, like we said, we talked about in other podcasts, but we've talked about this with being fused. Like don't become so fused that you don't have friend time, that you aren't going and hanging out with friends, that right. you don't have, you know, a friend trip that you go do or girls night out, guys night out, whatever, bowling night. Do Keep those relationships. Yes. Keep friendships. Keep Differentiate friendships. yourself, right? You yes. have to still stand on your own two feet. You yes. still have to have a sense of, of self and identity. Yes. And uh, don't don't lose those friendships, right? Yeah. Don't be so enmeshed in one another that you lose your sense of self, right? right? All right. Number six. Number six. What? Number six is <laughs> don't pass judgments on each other. It's Ooh. very hard to do. I mean, it's very hard not to I do. I was like, what? No. I it's very hard not to do. It's incredibly yeah. easy mm -hmm. to pass judgments. There's a difference, though, between judgments and stating facts, yes. right? I can state facts all day long. If you're a liar, if you're a habitual liar and you lie about everything and I say, wow, you lie all the time, right? right. Or you're a liar. Right. You know, some people, well, don't judge me. Right. Well, it's not really about judging you. It's stating the facts. You lie a lot, right. you know? 
But if I go to assume the why to the to your motives, if right. I attach a why to your motives, the reason why you lie is X, Y, and Z, right? The moment I start doing that, I'm passing judgments. Right. What I'm doing is I'm shifting and, and, and redeveloping or reshaping your, what I think your character looks like, your right. integrity. I degrade your character integrity. Mm -hmm. So I build this foundation of you that looks kind of cockeyed. And then every other thing that you do after that is built upon that foundation. Right. As a right. matter of fact, I'll start judging every other thing you do based on that initial judgment of the of the why. Right. right. And you're no longer seeing your spouse. You're at not. At that point, you're seeing the you're judgments seeing... and the person you've created from those judgments. Right. We also did an episode on on that this past year, this year as well, about judgments. Um, so did. go back and check some of these. Do you past hear the words episodes. coming out of my mouth? Yeah. Is the episode right? You hear the words coming out of my mouth. You hear the words coming out of my mouth. Yeah. So good. go check that out if you haven't. All right. The next one, number seven, is talk about your family of origin. We did a podcast about this, and we can't like emphasize so it important. enough because right. you don't realize how some of the little things right. literally travel into your marriage, even to almost what almost 19 years into our marriage and we're still like oh wow that actually is from your daddy of or your mama yeah right and so talk yeah. about those things you know be it aware shapes, it shapes a lot right we yeah. we get together with somebody and and we think oh well we're just gonna come together and we're gonna live happy ever after and we're yeah. gonna agree on everything and we're gonna live live everything great and that's not the case you're taking two completely different cultures and you're blending those cultures so man do some deep diving into into the family of origin aspect of that. Ask yeah. questions like, man, how did your family, how did your 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 mom and dad, how did they handle conflict mm -hmm. when you were growing up? Right. You know, did people were people did people yell a lot? Did were people passive aggressive? Did right. people shut down? What were the things that? How did your family do that? Because guess what? It's going to show up. Yeah. In your relationship. Right. Who right? took the trash out? Who and, cleaned the dishes? Who washed the clothes? Because these expectations, if they just get placed on you as the wife and you never committed to them because mom used to do them it's going to bring about tension or, or vice versa if, yes right or if it's the the right. man that always there the husband that right. always did whatever it is and right. you you got to clarify that so you both know where you're at where you stand and you might hit gridlock in that and that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's worth talking through. It's yes. worth working through. Yes. You know, family origin would have been hugely helpful for us to unpack. Even though we were together almost five years, we still didn't have these conversations. No. We were together almost five years before we got married. But it was like five months after we got married, we had our first right. Christmas. And we mm -hmm. put the Christmas tree up. And Kim did it. Y'all heard the story before. Kim did it completely wrong. And, and she was convinced her way was right. My way was right. Because my family did Christmas right, not hers. We got this big argument and I didn't touch a Christmas tree for over 10 years. And it's I didn't okay wanna... because they always look really they good. They look really good. You're right. They did. Thanks for everybody jumping on, man. Um, keep Number going. Number eight. Go ahead. No, define expectations regularly, mm -hmm. right? This is important, right? Yes. Some of the biggest communication issues that we have in our relationship come from expectations, right? Mm -hmm. um, they're either unspoken expectations yep. or they're unrealistic expectations. Right. Uh, or unmet expectations. Right. And so, you know, making sure your, your expectations are communicated clearly is yeah. an important thing. But just know that more than likely your expectations could end up in disappointment. I mean, yeah. it's just reality, right? Yep. It's just the way it works. But your spouse isn't a mind reader. Right. But if I've communicated an expectation and it hasn't been met, then I think that's a little less well, stressful than if you don't communicate it and you just assume 
then it's it you start well, judging your spouse. I think that, that I think going back to the agreement portion of that too. Right. You can communicate expectation all day long, but if someone's like, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I I agree with it, or they don't say they agree right, with it, right? If they don't, then you're gonna it. you're gonna face that that tension anyways. Yeah. And so if you're walking in step, I can hear my expectations. You can either say I can get on board with that, or you can be like, well, sorry for you, you know. Right. But but yeah, making sure you're talking right. through and communicating. Your your spouse isn't a mind reader. Right. They can't read your mind as and, much as you. Go ahead. As much as you want them to, yeah. they just don't. I mean, if they don't read your mind, and you don't have to agree all the no. time. Like that's a thing that's like you just got to you got to come to an agreement on this. Well, there might not be an agreement on something. No. And you know that doesn't mean that you're falling apart and that y'all have done everything wrong. It's just like you haven't come to an agreement on it. Right. You haven't agreed to do this thing or that thing. Yes. It's okay. Yes. All right. So number nine, moving on, is stay away from absolutes. You don't go in with it with you never or you always because really, do they always or do they never? Or is it just right. in the heat of the moment? That's right. how you speak. Much like our children do. Our kids, kids do this, do all, this the time. all the time. Yes. Right. Your kids will tell you like the one, the one time you say no, they're like, you always yes. say no. And it's like, do yeah. we really always say no? But that's their like, that's their perception from where they're at in their sure. age bracket right now. Sure. But as you grow up, like leave that mindset behind of well, like. And that, also, it, it, and again, it, it devalues the character of the other person, right? right? When it you shuts use, them down. yeah, when you use absolutes, there is no uh, open communication or dialogue. If I, if you're saying I absolutely do something, you're attacking my character, and yeah. so I am in not all interested in hearing what you have to say. Now, all I'm interested in is defending my character right. and my integrity, and so I'm thinking about the rebuttals to what you're trying to communicate right. to me. So don't utilize. Right absolutes so number 10 follows up with this is what you do right is you use i statements, I statements. In or me in communication it makes me feel or right. i feel a great way yeah this is just little tips man a great way to have good dialogue with your partner and they do something that frustrates you say hey you know what i notice that when you do x y and z you're not passing a judgment you're not assigning a y you're just saying hey when you do this which right. is what they did the action I feel like X, Y, and Z. Or you can say, I feel as though when right. you do this, this is the outcome. Now, you run that that slight risk of passing judgment there, um, but at least you can say, help me understand. Right. I feel as this way. I feel as, as though it's this way. Help me understand. Yes. You've opened that up dialogue. So now they can either, now they can hear you. Now they're willing to hear you because you're not right. attacking their character. Right. You're not attacking their integrity. Um, you're not writing them off as a bad human being. Um, you know, they're still your partner. And so now they're open to talk and dialogue. And we can use this in every area of life because people wouldn't be going so right. Yeah. crazy right now. Right. We would. So 10, so, just to recap those 10, you can't change. No, no, yeah. You can't change your spouse. <laughs> Two is work on yourself. Three, don't compare your relationship to others. Four, make time for date nights. Number five, five make, make time for your friend time. Number six, don't pass judgment on each other. Number seven. Talk about your family of origin. Eight, define expectations regularly. Nine, stay away from absolutes. And ten, use I statements. Yes. Right? So that finishes up the top ten for marriage. Now we're moving on to our top ten for your sex and your sex relationship with your spouse. Your sex. Your, your sex. sex life. Yeah. Your sex life, y'all. Yeah. All so right, if, so if you have kids in earshot of this, you may not want to have yeah, this. Headphones. Oh, yeah, put your headphones on. Yeah. All right. We'll give you a moment. Just yes, there you go. All right. So number one is define what sex means to you. 
and yes. sit with your spouse and talk about this. So good, man. What does it mean to you? What does it look like? What have you learned about it? What do you want to learn about it? Like, talk about these things. It's such a, it's such a hard thing for people to really sit down and just talk about it sometimes. And, well, and, and you're finding it because right. you know, lots, particularly for men, um, we have no clue what sex really is when we get married and we get into a relationship. You know, for a lot of guys, we're like, man, I've got 14 years of watching porn under my belt or 15 years of watching porn under my belt. Right. I've gotten married. I know what sex is. No, you don't. You know, you know. You know you, how to bang it out and be done. <laughs> that's it. And not even bang it out and be done. Like, I mean, it literally, that's not right. sex. That right. stuff is produced for just masturbation purposes. Right. That's it's not, geared towards men, not it, women, based on the type of thing you're watching right so, yeah. right right you can have 14 years of watching porn and still not be able to find the clitoris which is like just mind-boggling right yes. so yeah define what sex is for you guys yes. you know that's important what does it look like is yeah. it more than just uh you know penile vaginal intercourse is it is it you know outer course you go so what, what's foreplay look like yeah. you know all the above and so we've define. got all kinds of podcasts that we just finished we up did yeah last about couple those episodes. things so go find those and listen to them if you're not yes number number two, two. Uh, don't keep your sex secret. Now he's what like, do what do you mean that? about that? Should we be posting our sex life on social media? No, Ooh. obviously not. No. no, what I mean by that is like what you guys do, man, keep that communication line open uh, between the two of you, right? And so talking about sex, what feels good, what right. didn't feel good, what you want to do, what you like to have done, and right. communicating that stuff, man. Don't keep that locked away in your head and dream about it, fantasize about right. it, but not invite your spouse into it, right? Right, sure. um, yeah, share it, you know, are, are there are there some fantasies that you may want to share with your spouse, you know, and just be aware of that, you know, um, be aware of where you're both at, right? Because if it's not about your spouse, that can that can open up some from intense That's a whole other conversation. That can be yeah. some intense vulnerability, right? right? Some and provide a way for some intense intimacy, right? Uh, there. Um, but yeah, just I mean, sh share, share yeah. your heart. Um, if you guys, if your values as a couple says, hey, we are okay with masturbation being a part of our sex life or our lives in general, um, you know, then can you communicate yeah. that with your spouse? Don't yes. hide it. Don't be secretive about it. You know, the biggest issues we, we, we deal with in marriages is when we start keeping stuff secret, when we start hiding stuff mm -hmm. from our spouse, you know. Um, that's not that's not a good spot to be right. in, right? That's that's where stuff begins to grow, you know, right. is in the darkness. So, yep. um, man, don't keep it a secret. Bring your spouse in yes. on your desires, your wants, and your, your needs. All right. Number three is don't judge your spouse's sexuality. If they have a higher desire than you or a lower desire than you, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with, me, with them. It doesn't mean they're broken or that they have Very some true. type of sex addi addiction or anything right. like that. It just means that they have a different desire level than you. And so yes. don't go into judgment mode about right. their sexuality. Right. If, damaging. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> if, you're, if your spouse is like, hey, I want to, you know, I, I'd like to have sex seven days a week, you know, right. every day, seven days a week. There's nothing wrong with your spouse. And then your spouse is like, hey, I'm good with one time a week. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with your spouse. I think the only thing that you should... Uh, really, or, or when you should start really thinking about that is if there's zero interest in having sex whatsoever, because there right. can be some other stuff packed away that needs to be unpacked. Right. Um, maybe there's pain that's associated with sex. I'm not communicating that. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe there's ED issues that are that are happening. Right. Um, you know, but it, it, or if they're like, hey, I'm good once a month. You know, then you or might want to. there's wanna, hormonal things. There's yeah, a lot there of different hormonal things, things happening right. that creates life. That. Yeah, what, life, what, what busyness, age, stress, kids, right? All of it. Like, there's so many things that can create the the distance between your your um, 
sex desires between you as a husband and right. wife, period. Right. A sexless marriage, I think it's like once a month it would be considered yeah. a sexless marriage. One time a month. Right. And really, you know, then you have to start looking at, well, what's going on that we're, we're not right. connecting with, and, you know? And if you, if you desire, if one spouse desires it more than the other and you're finding yourself feeling, I guess, like unfulfilled or like yeah. you're needing to still have that, that um, desire met, is talk about it. Figure yeah. out how is this going to work out. Hey, are we able to add an extra day? Because I'm kind of not able to make it to day right. seven of the right. week. Like, let's talk right. about it. Right. And maybe there's some give and take there. Or maybe there's some other things you're able to experiment with and right. work on. And we've talked about. Yeah, we did an episode on masturbation that. too and, and mutual masturbation yeah, so and what that like, looks like. Inviting your spouse into that. Yeah. You know? Check it a, out. Yeah, those are good as well. Yep. Um, four. Where are we on? Four? Four, yep. Do some sex this education. Do some sex education together, right? Yes. Um, because you don't know as much as you think you know. This is so true. <gasps> right. Do because some... where do you get your learning education from? From school when you were in high school, uh, maybe, yeah, middle school. Yeah. If you had parents that yeah. shared it with you. Hollywood. Your friends. Right. TV or right. pornography. Right, right, right. So there's really amazing resources. And we've listed them yes. before. We'll probably, I guess we can list them yeah, show notes now. Yeah. But we've got like where you can do the, the Becoming Cliterate, the Passionista. There's all different types of the books that are books there. That there's, a great app. there's a great app yes, that we that recommended and we've recommended many times before called Intimately Us. And uh, that's the app that's worth, it's worth paying for. Yes. They don't sponsor us. They don't have, we have no connection with <laughs> they them. They don't whatsoever. know us. They don't know us, but, but we know them. And yes. so we recommend you hooking up with their app. It's, yeah. I think it's like $39 a year for the fee or you can do a monthly deal. Mm -hmm. um, but it's so worth it because they have games involved in there. They yeah. have all sorts of like journal spots where you can write stuff to back and forth to each other. Right. Um, you education. know, and then the educational portion yeah. of that. Right. So they have the, uh, all sorts of, you know, anatomy, uh, information in there. Yes. Uh, you know, oral sex information, masturbation mm -hmm. information, and there they have sex positions. They have blogs that are in there, and they podcasts. even have another podcast called uh, "Get Your Marriage On," yeah. which is a, a great resource as right. well. Um, so definitely check that out. So yes. do some education, but do it together, man. Do it together. Yeah. Yes. Um, number five is focus on your spouse. Right. So what do I mean by this? Is maybe you both, you know. Maybe your sex is mundane and it's the same thing and you both do your thing and it's done. Take time. One of you, whether it's focusing on your wife first, take time. Allow her to feel the sensations and feel your touch and feel the kisses right. and those things. And then the same thing for wives is don't just receive, but then allow them to experience and feel and understand what things feel like. And be able to then know, okay, I can tell you this is what right. feels good. Because you took time yeah. to understand what feels good for you. Yeah. So focus on your spouse. Number six, foreplay yes. matters, y'all. We did an episode on that. I think it was last episode, episode 23. No, it was two episodes ago, remember? Yeah, episode 23. Last one was four. Yeah, yeah, 24 was the last one. That was going down there. But episode yeah, 23, 23, we did an episode called Foreplay, Let's Play. Um, that's important. Foreplay matters. Foreplay yes. is not just a few moments that you, you, are, you have right before you start having intercourse in your right. bed foreplay begins when you wake up it's how yes. you look at her and her and her eyes it's how you uh maybe make his breakfast or mm -hmm. pick his clothes out because you know he can't dress himself and so it's like it's all the little things that you do as you lead up to that right. moment it's the flirting texting or the sexting yeah, like that you're doing and, yeah, <laughs> or the sexting you're doing right? right it's 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 the suggestive things that you're doing throughout the day Sending it's it's talking silly stuff. yeah it's talking it's mm -hmm. saying hey how's your day going what, what's going on 
that's there's a lot more to foreplay than just how I touch a rub and uh, and kiss, which is yeah, actually because which more that is outer play. <laughs> outer that's player, number, outer course, right? That is number seven. Is outer play matters? Yes. Not it's not all just about penetrating and and having inner play. Right. Like you've done foreplay that's all day, cool. then let's take time and do yeah. outer play. Like There's understanding so many, like your outer sensations your, your body. Zones, like right? knowing those things are so important. And right. if you bypass it, then you right. miss the you really miss like good the experience. Connection, yeah. Yep. So, all right, number eight, moving on. Your turn. Number eight, my turn. Be adventurous. This is important, man. In your relationship, just don't settle um, for just the same old, same old. I mean, yeah. some people are okay with that. Some people can eat the same meal every single day of your life. Ugh. Um, I, I just can't roll like that, right? Yeah. So you've done I, that. You've been able to eat yeah, certain but, foods way longer than yeah. I'm like. Okay, that's boring now. Yeah, but be a little yeah. adventurous, man. Yes. Break away from the vanilla aspect yes. of that you know and and and, and uh just be adventurous you know you get to a spot where you're you're you know there's uncomfortableness that comes with it, discomfort yes. that comes with it not painful no not painful anything you do sexually shouldn't be painful right. uh but there should be a discomfort in that man i'm being stretched outside of my comfort zone mm -hmm. to do x y and z man y'all should communicate back and forth if yeah. the only position you've been doing is missionary position for your yeah. whole marriage and you've been married for 30 years man maybe try something a little right. bit different yes. you know um, but be adventurous. That yeah. that novelty, man, kind of it, it peaks. It helps uh, helps with the oxytocin. It helps release the bonding hormones. It it just brings some excitement to uh, the relationship. Yeah. Again, you know. So yep. be a little bit adventurous, right? Yes. And number nine is lube, lube, lube. Have lube. <laughs> Lubrication. Lube. Buy lube. Whatever it's kind so, you like. It's so important. <laughs> Some people have this mindset that like, well, you don't need lube. If you're really good, if I'm really good at turning my spouse on, uh, she'll never need lube. Is well, that a true statement? there are certain times of the month that right. things are not as um, what? lubricated <laughs> right. as they could be. Or this there's times true. in your life right. where things change in your body or yeah. you have hormonal issues yes. where they you just don't get the lubrication that maybe you would normally get. Right, right, right. So get lube. Invest yeah. in it. Yeah, and there's a couple different types of lube that you can do. You can yes. do a, a water-based lube, uh, which is perfect for any kind of play or toy play. If you guys are open to doing that, you can right. use water-based lubes. The thing about water-based lubes is they have to uh, be applied more often because your body just absorbs the moisture. It right. absorbs the water. Um, another great lube that you can work with is silicone lube, uh, mm -hmm. which lasts uh, way longer. You're like a slip and slide, y'all. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> which will last a, a lot longer. Um, you know, it, uh, it's it's a pain yeah. in the butt to get off, but yeah, you know, well, it's, because it is, it does the job. But it does a so, great job, right? Yeah. And so, and and using that when you're doing some outer play and mm -hmm. leading into uh, whatever it is that you guys are doing, it's it's hugely important. Right. Yeah. So, so lube, lube, lube. number ten. Number ten. I think okay. this is good. I'm a little biased about this. Yeah. I think we are a little biased yeah, about just this. A little bit. Number ten uh, tip for your sex life: listen to the podcast together. Together, listen to the podcast. Not literally sitting beside each other listening. I mean, you could do like that. This? But yeah, like the, I mean, you could yeah. if you want to. That's fine. But right. some people just don't have that time. Sure. But doing like listening to it throughout the day and then yes. coming together and connecting and. You know, talking about what you agreed with, what you didn't agree with. Because you're not going to agree with everything we say. And we're okay with that. We yeah. know that. 
We don't Absolutely. agree with every, we listen to we don't agree with everything we say. No, no. we listen to so many <laughs> podcasts and we yeah. do the exact same thing. When we go on our bike ride yeah. in the evening or in the morning, is we discuss what did you listen to? What did you agree with? What did you not agree yeah. with? Hey, let's talk about this more. What does that right. look like? Oh, I don't know. Right. And so it's okay to not agree, but talk about it because yeah. this could be the very thing that opens the door for deeper conversation with your spouse Absolutely. about your sex life, about yeah. your desire. If you don't know how to bring it up, send them the yeah, so yeah, exactly. Send them one of them. Send exactly. them one of your favorite. Like, yeah. Not one about communication. I mean, that. What? I no. Mean, send them whatever your favorite is. If communication is that... what you need to talk about, then send them that one. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, right. So those are the ten for sex. That's We're gonna move on. Five tips for um, your faith walk. Faith walk. This your is marriage. a podcast about marriage, sex, and faith. And yes. so, five tips for your faith walk. You ready? Here we go. Number one. Take your faith walk into your own hands. Yes. Just like yes. you can't change your spouse, but you right. can change you. You can't force your your beliefs or your faith on somebody else. That right. does nothing but push them away. Right. So take your faith walk into your own hands. And right. Invest in it. Yeah. Like, take time. If you feel like, um, and this is a lot of times, I've heard this a lot from like women, because we're taught as women that our husbands are to lead us and our husbands are to do this. And if you don't feel like that's happening for you, guess what? You can lead yourself. Yeah, like step absolutely. up and, and own that mm-hmm. and lead yourself. Read if you want to read. Develop, you know, your own understanding about the right. scriptures. Yeah. Your own prayer life. You can worship. You can go to Come church on, on your own. You can be a part of other fellowships on your own. Mm-hmm. You can do all of this on your own. You want to know why? Because we're all grown-ups. Like mm-hmm. we literally can do this all on our own and and develop our own faith walk. Not saying, like, just leave your spouse behind and whatever, I don't care about you. Yeah, because but, that follows up with number two. Right, uh, but focus on you. Right, don't use your spirituality as a measuring stick towards your spouse. Yeah. So you may be advancing in these areas of, well, this is what I want to do, but don't be judgmental and use right. your spirituality as, a, right, right, as right. a measuring stick towards how, you know, great they are. Because yeah. people, you know, most of your spouses are great people, hopefully. That's why you chose them. That's why you married them. Right. And so don't don't go to, down that route where you're like, well, I'm better than you because of. Yeah, don't don't use no. the don't use your faith, your as spirituality as a as a beatdown stick, right? No. So number no. three would be number three would be pray for. Uh, well, each other. For I know it is. Pray for each other, yeah. and this is important because we, notice we didn't say pray with each other, but instead pray for each other. And, yes. and why is that important? Well, because as I'm starting to pray for you. Uh, it's a matter of time before we'll be praying together. Not yeah. only that, um, when you're praying for your spouse, man, it, it really does uh, stretch you, right? Because your spouse isn't always uh, your your favorite person right. in the moment, right? Right. And so, you know, praying for them, seeking God for them, blessing them yeah. in, in the name of Jesus, you know, and, and praying uh, for them uh, will actually help soften, soften your heart. I remember yes. talking to... Uh, a lady in our house a couple years back who was going through uh, some tense times with her husband. And, mm-hmm. and I told her, I said, look, I said, you need to be praying for your husband. Pray, yeah. say, say, Lord, give me the heart that you have for my husband. And she said, well, I don't want to do that. And I said, and that's exactly why you need to do that, yeah. right? So, yep. you know, you need to hear the heart of God for your, yeah. your spouse. And so. it just makes you feel more comfortable praying because so many people have a hard time praying in front of someone else yeah so get used yeah. to praying for your spouse so that then when you have that moment where you feel led to hey can i yeah. pray for you before you go to work yeah. you're already comfortable praying for them you've right. been doing it right 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 so all right number four is learn to view life through the theology of love 
Yeah, that's I would yes. say life. I would say marriage. I would say all of it through a theology of love. Yes. Um, yeah. First John four eight says that God is love. That He's not. He doesn't just do love. He is love. He yes. is the very definition of what love looks like. And so your life and our life and my relationship with my spouse and your relationship with me should yeah. be viewed through the lens of love. And love yeah. is what in First Corinthians thirteen it says. Love is patient, it's kind, it's not envious, it doesn't rejoice when uh, bad things happen, it rejoices when truth wins out, yeah. All, uh, you know, it's, it's not boastful, not arrogant, uh, always believes the best, always hopes and, and always perseveres and never fails, yeah. something like that. But that's what love looks like. And so in my relationship with my spouse, how am I demonstrating the theology of love? Another important part about that too is, um, we will only give out what we are what we are bringing in, what we're yes. receiving. And yeah. so, if I am allowing God to love on me, then I will be able to really love my spouse. Right. Um, but if I'm viewing life through a theology other than the theology of love, then I'm gonna I'm gonna reciprocate that to my spouse. You will yeah. you will demonstrate the God you believe in. Right. And so, allow yourself to begin to see if you like the theology of love right, right all right so number five this kind of goes back on top of that one is develop a holistic faith where everything in your life so is not important. separate you're not like your faith walk your job your spouse your marriage your sex life your kids we want to separate it all right but realize it's all together yeah it's all together and when we develop that holistic life where all of this is together we're I feel like we get set free from that yeah. that divide that we feel like we have to constantly have in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. So, a holistic life. Yeah. So God's not in a box over here, and your yeah. sex life is in the box over here, and or your marriage Ooh. is in a box over there, or whatever. It all bleeds together. God yeah. is present in every aspect in every area of your life, yeah. whether you recognize it or not. You can try to shut it down, but He's there. He's never leaving you nor forsaking mm -hmm. you. And so maybe the, the thing we need to do is begin to see, okay, well, how is God present in my in my marriage? How is God present uh, in my sex life? How is God present in yeah. these areas? Um, and begin to see that, as, like she said, a holistic uh, view, yeah. right? To have yeah. a holistic faith, all-inclusive. Yep. So. so those are our top five for faith. for faith. So we went through 10 for marriage, 10 for sex, and five for faith. Those are our top 25, 25. tips, right? 25 tips for those yes. areas. And so here's the thing, man. Uh, what we would love for you guys is for you guys to hit us up and let yes. us know which of these topics we kind of covered over the last, what, 30, 40 minutes, which of these topics you would love to see us do as an entire podcast yeah. itself as we go into season two, right? Or if you have a new topic that you want to... We would love to hear from yeah. you. So you can hit us up at feedback at going there podcast. Email us at feedback at going there podcast.com. Or you can jump on to the goingtherepodcast.com uh, website, right? And uh, and you can hit the uh, Ask a Question tab there as well. And don't forget to follow us uh, on Facebook and Instagram. And so, guys. During our break, while we're on break for this final um, episode, until we come back on season two, is catch up on the episodes. Like yes. I said, all this, almost all of this has been covered. Yeah. To, uh, you know, minimally at least. Yeah. Um, and then share it. Share it with a friend because right. there are so many marriages that need to hear this. And yeah. we count on everyone else to be a part of sharing and getting the, the resources that we have been able to share out to others. So share with a friend, you know, send them one of your favorite episodes and say, check this out. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Yes. So all that said, this yes. is 25. This is the last episode of season one. Woo. Guys, we'll see you back 
on board here, I guess. Uh, September. Come September. Yep. All right, guys. See Bye. You